This is Africa Tech Radio, and you're listening to Tech Talk. My name is Lillian Aberica. Over the past few months, during my interviews with founders, one thing has resounded, one thing has been said over and over again, the need for co-founders. And that is why we're going to be talking about the pros and cons of having a co-founder for your startup. First of all, let's talk about who a co-founder is. A co-founder is the person who is involved in the initial launch of a startup company. Anyone can be a co-founder and a co-founder doesn't necessarily have to have been there from the inception. According to Dean Erwin, a co-founder doesn't necessarily have to include all of the people who were there on the first day. And being a co-founder depends on a wide variety of issues and not all people agree on this. But in most cases, the co-founders are the ones who took the risk and saw the company to some pivotal stage of growth. They are often entrepreneurs, engineers, financiers, programmers, designers, lawyers, and even others involved in inception of a new, often high-tech company. And the right of having to call yourself a co-founder is dependent on the owner of the company. Now, let's talk about some pros of having a co-founder. You see, you have to think about your startup like a jigsaw puzzle. You might really be really good at one piece of it, say making a great product, but there are other pieces like selling it or managing the money that you might not be so good at. When I had a conversation with someone, he said that you should know your limitations. You should know what you are good at and what you're not good at. And that is where another person might be able to fit in. They're also good for emotional support because starting a business can be quite stressful. It can be hard. And just like many Nigerian men said, it feels like that's what it means dating them, like a roller coaster, right? So they can encourage you when things are tough and celebrate with you when things go well, you don't have to do it alone. They can also help you with getting money from investors. Now, <laughs> there are people who can sell water to a fish in the sea. That is how good they are. They can convince anybody to part with their money and legitimately. So if you have someone around you who has integrity and has that skill, oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. People, people don't feel comfortable lending money to people for startups because it's a startup. It can burn to the ground. Anything can happen. So how can you get someone to part with their money to invest in your startup? They might feel more comfortable if you have a co-founder because it shows they're not doing it alone. And it's like having a team to back you up. And sometimes we cannot be myopic, right? Founders can be myopic looking at, at issues from one perspective, but with two heads, you make better decisions. When you have a co-founder, you can bounce ideas off each other and come up with smarter decisions. And it's like having a partner in crime, but you know, in a very good way. You also share the workload. Starting business, like I've mentioned, is a Herculean task. And you have a lot of things to do, especially in the beginning. So with a co-founder, you can split up the work, you can focus on what you're good at, and they can do the same. It makes life easier, to be honest. You have to get someone when you're getting somebody who has different skills than you. And when you do that, things just get easier. Co-founders can make up for each other's weaknesses. If you're a tech whiz but not so good with people, a co-founder who is good with people skills can balance things out. I interviewed one co-founder one time who said, I am the people person. I am the interview person who gets interviewed. I'm the person who fly around for customer relations. I am the face of the company. But there's someone who, who does a technical aspect of it. There's someone who does the branding aspect of it. There are people who, you know, there's another one who does a running aspect of it. And we have splitted this and it's working 
perfectly for us because we're, you know, we're like a well-oiled machine. So if you have people, a co-founder with different skills or co-founders with different skills, that can be absolutely beneficial. And then you share the risk. When you start a business, it can be extremely risky and there's a chance that you could lose money or things might not work out. So when you have a co-founder, it means you are not alone in this. We're all in this together. You share the good times, you share the bad times together. And you look more trustworthy, to be honest. But there are downsides of having a co-founder, right? First of all, it's commitment issues. This means that sometimes your co-founder might not be as dedicated to the business as you are. Most times it might be true. They might not be willing to put in the same amount of time and effort and work in general into making the business successful. This can be a huge problem because you need everyone on your team to be fully committed and working hard to achieve your goals. If your co-founder isn't fully on board, it can make things difficult and slow down your progress. Then you see when I said having a different, you know, having to bounce ideas off each other. Sometimes that can be a con. You know, as a business grows, you and your co-founder might start thinking about different ways to run the business. Or let us go public. Or let us start catering to this market. No, let us not cater to that market. It's watered down what we're talking about. Blah, blah, blah. So if you and your co-founder have different plans for your company's future, it can cause confusion and slow down the decision making. There will also be arguments. It is <laughs> almost unavoidable. People don't always see eye to eye and that is normal. But when you're working closely with a co-founder, disagreements can become a big problem. It's like if you and your sibling keep fighting over where to sit, like Sheldon, that is my spot. It can create tension and make it hard to get things done. Also, long-term commitment. You are the founder of that company. You know that you're in this for the long haul. See, when you have a co-founder, it's not like a regular job where you can quit if things get tough. Oh my gosh, my boss is becoming really annoying. I'm going to live. Mm-mm. You and your co-founder, yeah, you need to get that because you are taking risks for the company. So you have to be there for it to pay out, right? It means that even if you have problems or want to do something else, you might still have to stick with the business. It's like a marriage, but you can't just walk away easily. You can walk away, but not easily. To sum it up, in a nutshell, having a co-founder for your startup can be really helpful because they share the work, they bring in different skills, help you tackle challenges. But it is also important to know that some successful businesses are started by just one person. So whether you need a co-founder depends on your situation. You should think about what you're good at and what you're not so good at and how much work your startup needs. If you if you want a co-founder, make sure that they are in it as much as you are. They're as excited as you are. They're as enthusiastic as you are about your business and you will get along well. And don't forget to have a clear agreement with your co-founder, like a contract to make sure everything goes smoothly and everyone knows their rules. That way, you can enjoy the benefits of having a partner without the potential problems. And, you know, if you decide that is not what you want because you don't have the strength to be fighting uh, with people and all that, that's still fine. My name is Lillian and this is Africa Tech Radio. You have been listening to Tech Talk.